you've had body image issues your whole life. And then one morning you wake up and you're introduced to that thought, that concept, that idea that you actually are beautiful, attractive, appealing right now. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 35, and this is going to be your May 2018 numerology update and forecast. So, you have been feeling the upgrade in your programming. You have been feeling that you've been changing. You can feel the lightness. You can feel the sparkle coming back, right? You've been having these little moments like sneak peeks where the doorway is just slightly ajar and through it you can see the sunshine, you can hear the birds chirping. That's why I'm smiling, that's why I'm so excited to share with you what the numbers have in store for us this May because May is going to bring incredible gifts incredible treasures. And I want you to actually be able to unwrap them because actually most people that you know probably won't be able to. Most people you know probably won't be able to become aware of that doorway and they probably won't step through it. Why? Well, there's a couple reasons. First of all, May is a seven universal month. The seven is one of the most invisible numbers. And what I mean by that is that the ancients thousands of years ago saw that the seven was really hard to find in nature. The gifts of the seven could could be missed by most who don't have the vision to see it. Unlike other numbers where you might actually see their geometry in plants, in nature, right? The seven shows up in those things that you can't see, in those things that you can't grasp, like the seven colors in a rainbow or the seven notes on a musical scale. The seven shows up in vibratory phenomena. So it's gifts often go unnoticed because you can't touch them. (laughs) No wonder Pythagoras 2,500 years ago fell in love with the seven. It was his favorite number. He said it was the most spiritual number. So you could say that the gifts of this month are spiritual gifts. You could say that. But there's something else here. So the second reason why people will oftentimes never unwrap these gifts of the seven is because it's a mental number. So in numerology, the numbers one, five, and seven are a part of the mental triad. These are the three numbers in the number sequence that are really focused and centered on the mental aspect of existence or or the mind. 
Now get this. We're in an 11 universal year. That's a double one. May is the fifth month of the year. That's the five. And then those add down to the number seven. So we have every single number in the mental triad present this month. The reason why people miss these gifts, the reason why people will not step through that doorway or even be aware that the doorway is there to incredible transformation is because it delivers this opportunity to you through the avenue of the mind. Let me explain this a little bit more. In the Judeo-Christian tradition, there's this brilliant concept known as grace. Have you ever heard somebody say that, by the grace of God? (laughs) The concept of grace is this. It's that God, the creator of the universe, delivers good fortune, luck, and gifts. Even if you don't deserve it. Grace is the goodness of the universe or the goodness of your creator delivering something to you, something that you need, something that can improve and transform your life. But it's not correlated to you following the rules or doing the right thing or being an inherently good person. Grace is receiving a gift just because you exist, just because you're loved. That's That is what this 7 of May brings. It's going to bring this experience of grace. It's going to bring what seems to be an incredible opportunity out of the blue to think in a new way and to have a new perspective. And you could miss it because it's not tangible because it's not something that you can see and touch. It's not a package on your doorstep from Amazon, (laughs) you know? It's not even a word spoken out of someone's mouth. That would be the emotional triad, three, six, and nine. No, it's it's a thought form. It's a shift in the orientation of your mind and your thinking. Now, I don't know about you, But um, I know that when we talk about gifts and treasures, we want to hear about manifestation. We want to hear that the car with the big red bow will be parked outside or that the winning lottery ticket will be in our hands, that we'll wake up and our body will be transformed or our soulmate will be right there. Of course, we get titillated and excited about the notion of manifestation, but I assure you that May is delivering something to you that is far more mind-bending, exciting, and luxurious than that. Because what happens when you have these three numbers, one, five, and seven together, is that should you embrace this shift in consciousness, thinking about things different, everything changes. Everything in your life changes forever. (laughs) I want you to think about this. You don't just have a blip in the timeline of your life where you received something material 
or where you were in the right place at the right time. It's where you access something that is timeless and pervasive, that allows you to elevate into an empowered state where you get to be the you get to become the inspirational messenger of your own life. You get to step in to the sparkly divine version of you. And when that happens, when that shift in consciousness happens and you start to actually think about things and look at things that are truly in alignment with your soul, the way that your spirit sees things, you can never go back. I was journaling and racking my brain on how to beckon you through this doorway. (laughs) It's like, how can I communicate to you? How do I identify these moments this month and embrace them? Because the mental triad is actually a very difficult one to talk about because we're talking about abstraction. We're talking about something that's rather elusive. (laughs) So I was scribbling down notes and I wrote this one sort of random, seemed like kind of a, a petty idea down. And it was something like this. It was like, well, the shift in consciousness that's happening for us is kind of like if you've had body image issues your whole life body image issues that have prevented you from feeling confident, wearing what you want to wear, (laughs) becoming the identity that you truly are, stepping out in that confident way that you know is possible for you. You've had these body image issues your whole life. And then suddenly, one day, you are introduced to a thought, an idea, or a concept that obliterates all of that as never having been true. And suddenly, your past and your future look totally different because the way that you think about it changes. And you realize the things that were holding you back, the things that you thought were blocking you, were illusions the whole time. Like, you realize suddenly that You are beautiful, sexy, handsome, perfect as you are. That you can have what you want now. That you don't have to wait any longer. I didn't write all of that down, but the premise was (laughs) you've had body image issues your whole life and then one morning you wake up and you're introduced to that thought, that concept, that idea that you actually are beautiful, attractive, appealing right now. And you can be that right now. None of that other stuff was real. (laughs) So, you know, by happenstance, (laughs) my daughter and I decide to go see the new Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty. And I did not know what the premise of this movie was, but we're bored on a Saturday, so we go. 
And it's funny because I was like, how am I going to beckon you through this doorway? How am I going to illustrate to you what this is like and how powerful this month could be for you? And this movie is the perfect example. So the premise of this movie is the main character, Renee, played by Amy Schumer, is this young woman who lives in New York City. And she's really, really held back by body image issues, by this feeling that she's not pretty enough. She literally works in sort of this like basement kind of drab office, kind of in hiding. (laughs) She has no dating life. And this view of herself is so dire that even in the evenings when she's spending time alone, she can barely be happy. She just doesn't like looking in the mirror. So one day, she decides to go to a cycling class downtown. And as the class starts, she's cycling, 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 and by accident falls off the bike, knocks her head, on the floor. Her hair gets caught in the wheel of the person cycling next to her and she goes unconscious. And when she comes to, she suddenly has a new mindset. She has a new perspective. She's changed her thinking. She believes that she's beautiful. Now keep in mind, nothing physical has changed. Nothing has changed. She's still the same Renee on the outside. The only thing that's changed is her perspective. There's this brilliant scene where she's in the locker room of the cycling studio, and one of the employees is really concerned because she doesn't want Renee to sue them. And so she's kind of hovering around her, are you okay? That was a really hard fall. And Renee suddenly looks at her leg and... She gasps. And the woman standing next to her, the employee's like, oh my gosh, is there something wrong with your leg? Did you injure your leg? And Renee goes, no, are you seeing this? Are you, this is, do you see how beautiful my leg is? And then she looks at her hand and her arm and she's, oh my gosh, do you see this? The woman's like, what? Is, Is there something wrong with your arm? And Renee goes, no, my gosh, no. Look at this. It is the most beautiful arm. And so then she finally sees herself in the mirror and has this hilarious moment of witnessing her absolute beauty. She looks in the mirror and is so excited to see her reflection. And the rest of the movie is depicting, obviously, what happens in her life and how her whole life transforms and builds momentum and has breakthroughs simply because she thinks about herself different, even though she looks exactly the same. She lands her dream job, something that she never would have gone for before (laughs) without thinking that she's the hottest thing in the world. She starts getting out in the dating world. She starts to attract men. And obviously, her whole reality responds to her different, simply because 
she has changed the way that she thinks. She's no longer holding herself back with that old line of thinking. This is the gift that the 11, the 5, the 7 bring. This is the gift that the mental triad brings when they come together like this. A complete shift in your consciousness and a shift in perspective. Now, chances are you've already been feeling some of this in 2018. Probably little fleeting moments, but the really great news is that because May is a seven universal month, you're actually going to believe it. There's going to be a part of you, a deeply rooted spiritual part of you, that's going to be able to hold on to that perspective, to that way of thinking longer. Because the seven, oh my gosh, the seven when it's in a person's chart, it makes them eccentric. It makes them have an affinity for spending time alone, being in nature, talking to God, developing a relationship and a bond with what can't be seen, and knowing that that's just as real as what can be seen. And the reason why this is a huge boon for you this month is because that's what you need to be able to hold on to this shift in consciousness long enough to be able to see that doorway and step through it. So here's what I want you to do this month. There's a couple things that you can do to have a better chance of stepping through that doorway. First of all, you activate the seven in your own life. And what this means is spend more time in nature. If you meditate or you have a way that you establish a relationship with the divine, with God, with the creator, do more of that. Please do more of that. In those moments of solitude, in those moments when you go off on your own and talk to the universe, to the cosmos, those are the moments when the doorway will open. Another thing that you can do, if you're not as spiritually inclined, maybe you're more cerebral, maybe you're more in the mental aspect of accessing truth and understanding. The other thing that you can do is I want you to pursue your intellectual curiosities because that shift in perspective could come in the form of a book, a podcast, a piece of writing, a form of education that's going to open up your eyes to seeing things different. If you do one of these two hacks, what's potential for you is absolutely huge. The things that have been holding you back, like the way of thinking that's been preventing you from feeling that you can go out in the world and pursue your purpose, pursue better relationships, will start to get dissolved. Because you'll finally realize that what you were thinking about yourself, about them, or about the world, wasn't true. I want to leave you with a quick personal example. So you're going to hear me talk a lot more about the relationship aspect of the work that I do. I really think that this is my life's work. 
working with couples, working with families. And this came about because of my own shift in perspective and shift in consciousness, precisely the kind of one-five energy that we're talking about this month. I, like you, love people and was terrified of them at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I love the concept of family. I'm terrified of my family. (laughs) I love my girlfriends. Man, sometimes I get so scared of my girlfriends. I love my lover. I love my partner. And sometimes I'm, I'm so precious about opening up to him. And my shift in consciousness came from when I really started doing compatibility work and I realized something. I realized that pretty much all problems in our relationships stem from the idea that other people should be more like us or that we should be more like them. And when you study numerology and you realize that every single person's chart is completely different, you realize, oh my gosh, the creator, God, the universe designed every single one of us to love and be loved in a completely different way. No wonder we're having problems. And so what I started to do is I started to research and do work based on this premise that if we just understood each other's numbers, each other's personality traits and instincts and how we each uniquely give love and receive love, that that could transform our lives. And in fact, it does. What's happened in my own life is that I've shifted from feeling scared, distrustful, cautious about other people, to now absolutely in love, intrigued and enchanted by people. Because now I know the reason that I had all of those fears and all of those problems was because my mindset was was functioning in false programming, in a false premise. It was like a, a virus, right? It was like a software that was glitching out. I was functioning under this premise that because other people weren't like me, there was something wrong with them. Or because other people weren't like me, there was something wrong with me. Do you see what I mean? This is the shift in consciousness that I'm talking about. It's where your whole life, or at least at the very least, these past like nine to 10 years, you've thought something about what's happened that isn't actually the proper, useful, or true way to think about it. Your soul knows it's not true. That's why it feels so bad. And when you call forth, become open to watching out for that doorway where you get to access the actual truth, the mindset that liberates you from that small thinking, from that low-level thinking, from that drowsy, unaware thinking. Everything changes. Everything changes. So obviously, 
like usual, we're only skimming the surface in this first podcast. So remember, the podcasts that are to come this month are going to go deeper. We're going to be talking more about the subtleties of the 1157 energy of this month. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast, comment on the blog, and let me know what questions you have, what's going on for you. I definitely take those things into account when I record the next episode. And as always, go over to iTunes and Google Play. Let me know how I'm doing what you enjoy, what you'd like to hear more of. I'm so grateful for you guys. And I'll talk with you very, very soon. Big hugs. Mm -hmm.